Quick one. I mean, we'll save it for tonight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. Rome, I thought of Rome, Rome, uh, the Christians would have been fine if they just given in a little, if they didn't insist yeah. that uh, Jesus was the only way and Jesus was the Lord. If just get, just, just rule that will allow everything, just, you, yeah. you can't give on that, you got to worship Rome. It was, seemed like it was a simple thing, just, you know. Well, and, and I should have brought this earlier. So, notice the difference, though, on those fundamental things in Rome, Christians did not move, uh, right? Idolatry, worshiping, you know, the law, you got the law and the, the gospel. Christians did not move. But what did Jesus tell them to do? Give to Caesar what's due unto Caesar. Pay the taxes. You are bound to that as a citizen. And, and guess what? Those taxes, what did they provide? Military that would later uh, try to exterminate Christians. Wait, in, in our day and age, the fundamentalists would say, don't pay the taxes because that's going to lead to persecution. But Jesus would say, give unto Caesar. That you're bound to it. I'm sorry, you're a citizen of this world. You're bound to obey your leaders until they tell you, you yourself, forget what the military is going to do to us. What are you doing with the law and what are you doing with the gospel? Right? Would you bow to an idol? That's where we make the distinction, right? Not the second, third hand problems that me paying taxes is going to cause. Now, thankfully, in this country, we have a say in what taxes we pay for and who we vote for and those kinds of things, which is good. Um, uh, so we can have a change. But once, once the law comes down and says, you have to pay these taxes, sorry, you're bound to it. You're bound to it, even if you disagree where it's going. Right? That's why we have representatives and those who are congressmen and women who, who try to fight for just, more just laws. They're never going to be perfect. But, uh, and, um, but once the law comes down, if the majority says, hey, sorry, you've got to pay for this. Um, because, yeah, you've got to think about it. Jesus did say, pay, pay the guy that's going to eventually seek the end of the church. Yeah. 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 I was just thinking about healthcare and pushing to pay abortions in yeah. other countries. I mean, that, that's a that's a mess. Yeah. 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 And there's. Yep. That is that is a tough thing. But again, um, got to go back to the word and say, well, what does it say, and what did Jesus say? Um, even if we're totally against this society. I mean, imagine their society. Their society is worse than ours. At least you can find Christians around. And, um, you know, even in places of government, they didn't have that. They didn't have Christians in places of government at all. And it wouldn't be for another 300 years. And, uh, and Paul wasn't saying, call up a Constantine so we can get him in, take over... Uh, who was it at the time? Felix, right? When he when he when he flat out told him what he's what he is to believe. Did Felix believe? No. What did Paul do? He went somewhere else. Kept preaching. He kept preaching. That was his solution to all of the mess. I'm just going to keep preaching. 
Oh, well, we need a legislature to do this, that, and the other. No, I'm, I'm going to go over here and preach. Let Christians get involved if you want to get involved. Uh, but the minister's job is to keep preaching. Um, um, and if I encourage Christians who have convictions about, say, political issues to get involved. Get involved. You know, if Jesse becomes president, do it. But the problem is, sorry, I can't endorse you from the pulpit. There's the difference. He'll come back home sometime and I'll say, yeah, yeah, you're welcome to join us. And guess what? You're going to sit in the pew and hear the same message everybody else is hearing. Um, uh, No different. You're going to be called to repent just like like any, any person that walks in here. Same goes with the president. If you walk through the, pul- uh, walk through the doors, say, oh, oh yeah, you're important out there, but over here you're a sinner. And you're going to hear this message. Right? You're going to hear the same message that everyone else is hearing. And uh, sorry. The only exception I make is Tom Brady. I mean, we'll, 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 put, we'll give him a seat up here and he can... Uh, just kidding, just kidding. That's a joke. Um, do I like football? No. Um, but... Uh, so, you know, that's, that's where that is. It's, it's, it's making distinctions and being careful as a church that we're not becoming just one of those hyphenated churches. We have a divine message that has divine power that the Lord uses to change minds and convert hearts. It's no little business. It's, you know, people don't take the gospel as being sufficient anymore. It's not sufficient to change anymore. Now we have to be like these, um, these political churches or these um, legalistic churches to get anything done. And it's like, no, the gospel is the power of God for salvation. Our entire salvation, including our sanctification. That's why I told Linda that I evangelize not only the lost, I evangelize the Christians. I evangelize Christians. That, that's what Timothy was charged to do. Evangelism is for us as well as for the lost. And so the gospel is needed for all of life. And um, yeah. Any other quick discussion? I know we're running late, but. All right, let's pray.